Hi, it's Jan. Welcome back to All That Matters. How has the past week gone? Been a little excitement and craziness in the world. So what's new? Makes me think that between all that's going on in politics and COVID-19 and so many aspects of the world right now, you really need deep roots from to keep from blowing away. Uh, and roots are often tied to home. Uh, and home can be, you know, be a positive and sometime it cannot be. Um, so funny, uh, the late comedian Joan Rivers used to say, I, I told my mother-in-law that my house was her home and she said, get the hell off my property. Uh, it's, uh, that home can be a very, very special place and some places are very quiet at home and some places, well, Actor Frank Langella described his how he said he grew up in a household where everybody lived at the top of their lungs. Did you come from a home like that? Um, I think I was in between, but I could certainly uh, relate to the idea of living at the top of your lungs. And sometimes we can be so dramatic and so loud and sometimes so introspective. Um you know, home is a very special place. I uh, mine is connected to my home state, and when I was a little boy, I sat on the knee of a poet, Robert Frost, because my mother was uh, very involved in poetry um, in Vermont and uh, published six poetry books. Uh, Robert Frost said of home, home is the place where when you have to go there, they have to take you in. (laughs) That is for sure. Uh, It just seems to me there exists for many of us um, an idealized version of home. The home almost always remembered through the aching desire to reframe our childhood. There's also a second version, I think, that's the actual experience, the the real home. And it might be the time you backed into the neighbor's car or your sister poured milk over your head in a tumble of laughter. Or for some, it might be the single mental photograph of your parents telling you and your siblings they were getting divorced. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, The two, the ideal and the real, actually coincide. And whatever images and attitudes arise when you think of the place you began to form your sense of self, that that place remains significant. Your personal foundation rests on the formation of roots. And I think roots can be formed at the beginning of our lives, but I think we go on creating roots. And there are some times when We don't form the roots at a very young age, but we do find a way to do it later in life. But in general, you might know those who grew up without a sense of rootedness. They fail to acquire roots along the way. They're often blown wherever 
the winds of life take them and unable to hold fast to anything. You know these people and they have a certain live by the scruff of your neck quality. You feel sorry for them when you see them. They teeter more often than most. And then again, perhaps you spotted one of them in the mirror one day and wondered, who is that person? So I think roots grow in all kinds of terrain, and and they're so important. It said, uh, Marcus Garvey said, a people without the knowledge of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. So I think there are certain parts of our lives, certain things we need to know our past and where we come from and our culture. And that's not the only thing that forms roots, but so, so very important. And perhaps the deeper our roots go, uh, we find that we've been able to withstand certain uh, challenges in life. Dolly Parton said, storms make trees take deeper roots. Have your roots deepened? Have there been experiences that you've gone through or are going through? And have you considered the fact that what's allowing you to get through this is through a deepening of roots? Or that what is needed right now in your life is a deepening of roots? So either you have it or you aspire to it. You know, it seems to me that roots can run deep in the fertile hillside of ideas and in the verdant gardens of religion, in the sacred soil of creativity, and in the hollow of one's heart. On a more basic level, roots are simply reflected in the locale where we grew up. Home in this context refers to both the natural and communal settings of our youth. So for a number of us, this sense of place has been sewn so deep, knit so tightly into our souls that it remains with us on our life's journey no matter where or how far we go. So for me, for instance, Vermont is my home. I live in California, but Vermont is my home. And it's been a long time since I lived there. And yet it resides within me. It's woven throughout my sense of self and, and the roots weave through memory. I remember wondrous winters where as a child I would scurry to capture that first snowflake. I remember tobogganing on Hospital Hill, sledding down the short embankment across the road from my house, snowball fights with neighborhood kids, the cold sting when they would make a direct hit. I remember the artistry of icicles decorating tree and roof and the buzz of spring and my mother calling us from cartoons to experience the first daffodils pushing their heads out of the earth. Oh my goodness, she would sing out from the doorway and we would always be called on to rush out and to see these little buds opening up. That for my mother was a hallmark uh, of life and of the recycling of life and of, of the nurturing of hope. And she found that in nature and in the flowers. 
I can remember the lazy summers hiking in Smuggler's Notch and Campbell's Humpike, drinking freely from water cascading down mountain streams. The magic startle of grasshoppers popping out of tall grass and crickets blanketing a summer's night with their communal call. I remember fireflies dancing, living sparks lighting a child's imagination on fire. Green mountains ablaze in gold and russet and orange and spectacular reds. I remember jumping wildly in piles of raked leaves and and I remember ambling down a tree-lined country road on a crisp blue day. But like many of you, I have a lot of homes. And yet I'm still searching. You know, the philosopher-poet Rumi said, maybe you are searching among the branches for what only appears in the roots. Maybe we're so busy looking above and looking around us that we don't look within us and beneath us those things we sink ourselves into or could yet do so and find our roots strengthening and by connection our hearts and souls strengthening our hopes and aspirations strengthening For me, my heart is planted in people and places that have touched me in significant and life-affirming ways. And when I remember that, when I hug the thought of it, I hold one of life's riches in my soul. Open up the journal within my heart, and maybe you could open up the journal in yours and list a few memories that root you in who you are. Get caught in the fertile fields between reality and ideal. Let the images flow. Giving thanks for roots that have served you well is a surefire path to the wonder you deserve. Now open your mind. Let your imagination run wild. I remember years ago a TV show that came on that became the biggest sensation in television history at that time. And that was based on a book called Roots, the saga of an American family. And it's a 1976 novel written by Alex Haley. And in that story, it told the story of Kunta Kinte, an 18th century African captured as an adolescent, sold into slavery in Africa, transported to North America, And we follow the life and the lives of his descendants in the United States down to Haley. It was a sensation because I think this country, not only at the African-American portion, but we could relate to the African-American search for roots because we too were searching for our roots. And there are times in history where we are particularly um, prone to being blown by the winds of history. Right now may be one of those times. And it is imperative that we seek our own roots and that we know that to which we're connected to and to whom we are connected to, that we aspire to deeper roots. T.S. Eliot said, home is where one starts from. Well, okay, 
that's a start. But homes, we can have many homes in our lifetime. And how we pick them and how we create them and how we sink our roots into the fertile soil of our imagination and our dreams and our aspirations, it is that which feeds illumination. So think of the ways you're planting new roots and bless your ability to do so and keep doing so. Think of the ways you're opening wider the door to your soul and allowing life's goodness in. Celebrate both the reality of the home you now have and the ideal of all you would like it to be. Caress the wonder of this moment. In the coming week, I hope you'll open up that journal in your heart. Find new ways. Find the roots you have to give thanks for and find new ways to create roots. Both in the things that capture your imagination and in the importance you find in people and in places. Make them the soil in which you will sink those new roots. I'm Jan Goldstein. I wish you strong roots and an open heart. I hope it's a wonderful week. And I hope that in the light of this moment, we find the blessings that are found in all that matters. <laughs>